If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. I'm Phil Jones from ITG Next. Welcome to our weekly podcast, Next Take Georgia. Welcome to Next Take Georgia. It's a weekly podcast brought to you by ITG Next. I'm your host, Phil Jones, and every week I welcome in different guests from all walks of life in the world of high school football, either current or past, and that pretty much explains and kind of sums up our guest today. He currently is an assistant coach on the staff at Georgia Tech University, but he certainly has paid his dues at the high school level and, of course, I want to welcome in right now Josh Crawford. Coach Crawford, thanks so much for joining us. How you doing, Phil, man? Glad to do it. Coach, I'm doing great. Well, you heard the introduction there. Uh, kind of fill in some of the gaps. Take us from the very beginning where Coach uh, Josh Crawford, actually the player Josh Crawford, began. Well, so um, I actually uh, I played division two ball as a walk-on um, at Morehouse College in Atlanta, uh, where I did my undergrad. And uh, from there, I actually didn't immediately get into coaching uh, after graduating. I, I went on to the University of Georgia, um, where I was working on my master's degree and completed it. And uh, it was during that time, um, really a chance encounter. I was at uh, you know, my cousin, Darius Slayton, who's now a receiver for the New York Giants. Uh, he was attending Greater London Christian playing football there. But he, he also was a was a uh, pretty good track athlete in high school. Um, in fact, him and his sister, she also went on to um, run track collegiately, but I was actually there watching both of them. And at the time, GAC had just hired Tim Coakley as the head football coach. He was coming from the state of Florida, um, you know, had won five state titles, you know, at one time been the head coach at Colquitt County so just a tremendous amount of success and uh you know he and I ended up in the same circle at that track meet that day and you know we just started talking and one thing led to that led to the next and then the next week I was you know it started out just you know volunteering with the football program and uh you know very quickly it, it was obvious to me that um coaching is is really what I'm passionate about and, and, and really in a lot of ways, I know within everything of my being is what I was born to do. And uh, so it was shortly after that that, you know, I made a decision to uh, go into coaching full time. And at that point, began working on my teacher certification and and, uh, and got my start in coaching at Greater Atlanta Christian, which was um, obviously uh, great for me um, because, you know, the first head guy I get to work for was somebody that had won multiple, you know, championships and was also known as a program builder. And uh, so, and then, you know, GAC was a, a, a good place from a football program. And so there was resources there. 
So everything was set up for me um, to really get a great start in coaching under head coach with multiple titles and also be at a place um, where I had the opportunity to grow and learn. You know, Coach Crawford, I would say, venture to guess, that you may have taken what I would I would venture to say is probably the the the, the typical blueprint if any coach could draw it out as it should be done, I mean, I, I think yours is it, coach. You, you know, you you, you played, uh, you know, you coached for several different programs, uh, obviously several different uh, disciplines of offense, defense, under different types of coaches who had different philosophies. So I think you really got, uh, I would say, the the ultimate in teaching from all the coaches you worked under and worked for. Would you agree with that? No, absolutely. Um, I remember when, when I when I got hired at, at Western Kentucky University, which was my first college job, I remember being asked there, you know, um, by the media, um, you know, uh, just basically about my excitement. And, and essentially the, the reporters basically asked, you know, did I feel that I was ready and prepared, you know, for this opportunity? And um, one thing that I, I told him and I said on that interview is uh, there's no doubt in my mind, um, you know, I was very fortunate to be in some great programs in the state of Georgia. When you think about Greater Atlanta Christian, you know, when you think about Lee County, Colquitt County, Valdosta High School, um, these are all, you know, some of the top programs in the whole Southeast region of the United States. And so, um, you know, I was able to cut my teeth you know, in these programs where you got to operate at a high level. And um, I believe created the work ethic and, you know, and also helped me hone my coaching ability, you know, to be able to have an opportunity to look at, you know, for coaches, uh, you know, head coaches at this level to be able to say, hey, you know, this is a guy that can coach a room and, and uh, you know, he can lead a group of guys, get do it successfully and do it at a high level. And, um, you know, even recently I was in, Minneapolis, Minnesota, speaking at a clinic. And I told the coaches there um, that there's no doubt in my mind uh, the 10 years that I spent coaching high school ball uh, are undoubtedly, you know, uh, were very pivotal to my success. And that's helped me move, you know, fairly quickly at this level. You know, we're just three years ago, I was a coach in high school ball, and now I'm at the power five level I'm coaching. And I attribute that, you know, to, you know, my high school tenure. Yeah, with, without a doubt, Coach. We're talking to Josh Crawford. He is currently assistant coach on the staff of Brent Key, who was just named the head coach of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets a few months ago. And uh, now Coach Crawford has had the opportunity to come work with Coach Key. Coach, talk, tell us how this opportunity came about uh, to go to work with uh, Coach Key. I know you mentioned the fact that um, you were, uh, I guess, had met him at a, at a previous uh, um meeting engagement or whatever well actually uh with coach key i had not met him um in fact you know um you know i was felt very blessed and fortunate you know to be at wku we had really had a great run you know we can my first year there um, you know we had an opportunity to compete for the conference championship two years in a row we led you know the country in passing i had coached four receivers but by that point that um you know made the belichnikoff watch list um, I had been promoted, um, you know, after the first year from, you know, receivers coach to 
co-offensive coordinator. Um, so there were a lot of things um, that were going well for me there professionally, and I was not looking to leave. I was under Tyson Heltner, who was an unbelievable person, um, great head coach uh, to be able to work for. And, uh, you know, we had a good run there and, and, and some success. And I got up for some national awards as a position coach while I was there. And so once that started to happen, um, you know, that started to put my name on people's radars. And uh, I was actually just got a call. I wasn't looking for anything. Got a call one day out of the blue, um, you know, uh, from Coach Key. And, you know, from that point, I responded to him. And, and uh, you know, it sort of began. Um, what began as some conversations obviously led to me uh, being hired as the receivers coach. Man, that is that is such a fantastic story. I just love, and one of the reasons I wanted to, main reason I wanted to bring you on, let you share because you know it's great to hear, you know, because we have coaches, other coaches that listen to this show, this podcast, and it's great for you, uh, well, for them to hear your message, knowing that hey, that could be me. And uh, just as you would have been someone listening to this particular podcast saying, hey, that, that could be me, and now it is you. Coach, let's, let's go back. Um, obviously, you buttered your bread, so to speak. You paid your dues. You really earned your stripes uh, coaching high school football. Talk about, you know, what that has meant to you now that you have made it to – you know, the Division One level, uh, Power Five school, one of the greatest and most revered universities uh, in the land. You know, talk about how coaching at the high school level made you into the man and coach that you are today. Absolutely. Well, um, first and foremost, um, you know, it, it humbles you. Um, you know, I, I you know, I, because, you know, what you realize is, is that really – you know, feel in a lot of ways I'm blessed. You know, I don't think that I'm, you know, um, that much different than a lot of coaches out there that are grinding and working hard. You know, I was just fortunate enough to get an opportunity. And one really that can have for any high school coach out there that has a desire to get to this level. You know, you just have to keep working hard and do right by the kids and do right by people. And and that's what, you know, feel that's one of the things that I've really realized um, is and that's what helped me get to this point. You know, if you're just doing right by the kids you coach, you do right by the individuals that you work with, and you have a good name, that's going to carry you. And um, in, in every stop that I've been able to make, what has helped me get there along the way was that person being able to pick up the phone and talk to somebody, and then they say positive things about you. I remember even when I got this job, you know, I went through the interview and they thought the interview was very strong, but, you know, um, Coach Key, after the fact, you know, one of the things he said is, man, I, I talked to several people about you, you know, that bet you, you know, for this position, but not only as a coach, but you as a person. And the thing that I was most excited and happy about was he said, I, I couldn't find one person that would say a negative thing about you. And I think to me, that was just another, you know, um, solidifying factor, you know, to not, you, you don't have to cut corners. You don't have to be a bad person. You don't have to mistreat people. Um, you know, you can do right by the players you coach. You can do right by the people that you work with and good things can happen for you. And, uh, you know, so that my own personal experience was really a, a testimony to me, um, you know, just to continue to do the things the way that I've always done and don't change, continue to be the same person. And, uh, you know, and just like one opportunity 
created itself for me to get here and another opportunity will do the same thing. And, uh, you know, so that, that, um, and, and that was the same experience I had even at the high school level. And, and, you know, if I went, you know, having this opportunity, you know, at the different places that I've went to, there was no question that it was, you know, people being able to pick up the phone and, and other people being able to say positive things about you. And so that's one thing I know, even from my high school days, I mean, no one gets anywhere on their own, you know, and, you know, I think you just have to be mindful of, you know, how you treat people and how you treat players and, and, uh, you know, because what I've always said is this, I believe this as a coach, a coach won't play a player he doesn't trust and a player won't play for a coach he doesn't trust. And, you know, beyond people being able to say, all right, good things about me as a person, I think they've been able to look at the kids that I've coached, you know, and how they play and what has been the product of that. And and the same approach that I've had with doing right by individuals and colleagues, I've tried to take that same approach to players. And it's helped me get good results, you know, at every level that I've been able to coach. And, um, and, and that's the same thing I'm going to do here. And without a doubt, talking again uh, this afternoon to uh, the uh, now uh, receivers coach, Josh Crawford, there at Georgia Tech University. Um, so when, when – now, is that all receivers? Is that slot, wide receiver, tight ends, or is there a separate uh, yeah. position coach for tight end? No, it's all receivers, so I have the entire receiver court. <laughs> well, how many kids do you like personally? You know, in your in your direct group. So right now, I have twelve. Um, I have twelve, and that that includes both scholarship players and walk-ons. And and in the spring, and this is pretty consistent across across all colleges. You know, that number will pick up because we've got uh, I've got three uh, freshmen that are incoming that we signed in the twenty three class, and uh, you know, there's a possibility we may pick up one or two more. Um, you know, in the transfer portal, if we find a kid, you know, that fits, um, you know, our culture and dynamic of the player that we're looking for here. Gotcha. Uh, Coach Crawford, what is you, as you look back on your high school career, um, what, what, what are some of the, you know, most vivid memories that you can take and apply to where you are today there at Georgia Tech. What are some of the the greatest memories you have from coaching at the high school level that that made a lasting impression on you? Right. Well, I'll never forget when I got um, hired at Valdosta High School, and it seems like every situation I'm going into, even when I when I got hired at WKU, and historically WKU has been a good offensive program, but in, in that 2020 season, they were not. And so I, so and I'll parallel this. I remember when I got hired at Valdosta High School um, to be, become the offensive coordinator, you know, they were coming off of a really, really, really bad year offensively. And uh, I remember we came in, you know, and, and not only just me, but worked with a, an unbelievable group of guys. Um, and I remember saying this, look, um, these kids offensively are not very confident. You know what I mean? So whatever we're going to teach and put in front of them, um, we have to make sure we say it with confidence and we have to coach it like we believe in it. And if we have any success, the kids will catch fire and they will believe. And um, and I remember, you know, we had the walking in it to Valdosta High School is the same kids, you know, that we had on offense, didn't, literally, literally the same players. And we were able to, 
you know, increased the production by three and then in some cases four times what they had been. And I remember, but it was the kids had just kind of got so bought in and, and the confidence and the full belief in what we were doing. Well, fast forward, I go to WKU, same thing. They're coming off a down year. Um, and, you know, I came in with a coordinator there. I was coaching outside receivers, and but it was the same thing. It was like as a position coach, I took the offense that we were going to implement in those meetings. And when I stood in front of my kids, I spoke with such a belief that this is going to work. Trust and believe in what we're asking you to do, the way we're asking you to do it, how we're asking you to do it, when we're asking you to do it, and to the detail that we're asking you to do it. And if you do that, you're going to be successful. And so same thing, you know, those kids bought into that message, you know, um, they did everything, uh, you know, that we asked him to do. And then we, it was an offense that set the NCAA record. Um, you know, much like we set, like, in, you know, my year at Valdosta, we broke every offensive record that they had now. And, you know, Tay Rodemaker's now the all-time, you know, leading passer in that school. Go to WKU, Bailey Zappi's now the, he's the all-time leading passer in all of NCAA football. Um, and so now here we are again, I'm in a situation at Georgia Tech where, you know, they, they, they've had some few bad down years and they have not really been good offensively and haven't particularly thrown the ball well, which is we're going to throw the ball here and now the offense that we're going to. And I'm taking the same approach uh, as when I walk into these my position meetings now with this group of receivers. You know, I'm communicating to them the same things that I've done at three previous other stops, um, you know, where it's, hey, listen, believe in what we're asking you to do the way we're asking you to do it, the when and the how, you know, um, and if you do it to that level of detail, um, then we're going to be successful. And these kids are, that's what's so exciting about this. And, and to be quite honest with you, what, what's intriguing to me and what was attractive to me about this job was, hey, man, this is an opportunity to come in somewhere, make a difference and do some things that they haven't done. Um, but, you know, that experience that I got walking into a situation at Valdosta and, you know, just preaching and believing, hey, just believe in what we're doing. Um, and, and well, myself, and, and Coach, it, it sounds like, uh, correct me if I'm mistaken, but, it, you know, it sounds like, uh, and, and you mentioned this, some parallels there. At Valdosta, you, you took over a program that had enjoyed a not-so-good season right. uh, and, of course, had nowhere to go but up. And then, of course, now at Georgia Tech, we, we know that there are some, you know, uh, of course, Coach Key made a made a big impact uh, on an interim basis, and ultimately, that's what sold his superiors. I'm sure on him being Absolutely. able to take this team to the next level. So that's great to see. But I guess what I'm saying is, and we'll close with this: this is to me the the ultimate opportunity for a coach coming in, whether it's what you did at, at Valdosta or now you're doing at Georgia Tech. You're coming in and you're able to make an immediate impact and a noticeable change. And to me, this is so much more ideal than what most people would think. Most people would think, well, you want to go into a, an Alabama or a Georgia with a, you know, uh, an established program. And look, that's all great. Don't get me wrong. But you come in here, you've got a chance to really make a name for yourself there at the Georgia Techs of the world and so on. Hey, well, there's no question. But, you know, all that stuff takes care of itself as long as that you're making sure um, on each individual day that you come in that, you know, you're a coach that's, you know, highly detailed. You're focusing on the task that is at hand that day. And then 
one little success will begin to build on top of the other. And uh, so, you know, but there's no question, um, you know, but not even for future opportunities, but just even for within the program. I mean, I'm so fired up about the, the potential that this team has, you know, and this is why football is the greatest, you know, uh, sport, you know, that's ever been ever be created because we have a chance here. All the men that are in this building, whether you're a player or a coach, we've got a chance to do something very special and create some memories that will last for a lifetime. You know what I mean? That you couldn't necessarily have if you've been in a place where, all right, well, this has been the status quo. They've already done this, done this, done this. It's just going to mean more when we do it and we have success. No question. Coach Crawford, thank you so much for taking time out to join us. I know that your your schedule is so busy. We, we, we spoke to you uh, the day before the recording of this particular podcast. You've been so gracious with your time. And, again, during a time where I know your schedule is so busy. So, uh, from, from us here at ITG Next, Coach, thank you so much for, again, giving us your time. And we are rooting for you. And we can't wait until Josh Crawford, head coach, <laughs> is mentioned in the same sentence, right? <laughs> wow. Well, listen, I won't stop you from putting that in the atmosphere. I'll, I'll take it. And, hey, I'm sure that is going to be the next logical step. But until then, Coach Josh Crawford, assistant coach at Georgia Tech, doing everything he can to get the Yellow Jackets back, hopefully into a bowl by season's end, and uh, getting the, uh, the Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket Nation excited once again down on the flats. What do you say, Coach? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the plan. There you go. Coach Josh Crawford, thank you so much for taking time out to join us. We'll be following you, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again real soon. Absolutely. Looking forward to it, Phil. Thanks. Thanks again, Coach. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. There he is, Josh Crawford, joining us uh, today. Really do appreciate his time. Uh, Look, how can you not pull for Josh Crawford? So well-spoken. He's been that way ever since his Valdosta days, where he helped lead the Cats to a state champion, uh, state championship back when uh, he was the offensive coordinator there. Went on to Western Kentucky, done great things there, and I'm sure now he'll do great things as an assistant on the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets assistant staff. So thanks again to uh, Coach Josh Crawford for joining us here on Next Take Georgia, brought to you by ITG Next. I'm your host, Phil Jones. Be sure to join us every week for different guests that we bring on from all walks of life, be it the high school or college football world. Coaches, players, administrators all join us from time to time here on Next Take Georgia. Be sure to go back and listen to previous broadcasts of Next Take Georgia, and you can get caught up on all the great uh, podcasts available here at ITG Next on Next Take Georgia. Until next week, have a great week, everybody.